Welcome to the Future Built Smarter, a podcast in which IMEG engineers discuss innovative and trend-setting building and infrastructure design with architects, owners, and others in the AEC industry. I'm your host, Joe Payne, back with another installment in a series of conversations with IMEG's market leaders and directors. Today's guest is Scott Campagna. Scott is IMEG's Senior Director of Housing. Scott, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you. Glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about your your background uh, in engineering and uh, the housing sector in general. Sure. Uh, I started in the engineering industry uh, 23 years ago. Uh, have mechanical by trade and then have been fortunate to work in a lot of different sectors within the construction industry, but specifically over the last decade, I've been mainly focused on housing and carried forth that expertise into my new role with IMEG. We work in several housing sectors, right, Scott? Uh, can you tell us a, a little bit about those? Sure. So for IMEG, housing has four subsectors. Neighborhoods, which is your large single development homes, mainly focused on our civil services, landscape architecture, entitlement, land planning. And with that, some large custom homes, while not a main focus, we do some of that work as well for our core services of SMEP. Then we have multifamily, which is our urban and suburban developments, Uh, suburban being your three, four-story walk-ups, large development with multiple buildings on site, on-grade parking. And then your urban, which is high-density, 300 units wrapping around a garage, potential retail on the ground floor from your mid-rise all the way up to your high-rise buildings. And then we have student housing, again, similar to multifamily, but specifically focused on students in university and colleges. That could be private development, which are those buildings just off campus or public developments led by universities uh, on campus dorms. And sometimes there's a P3, which is a public private partnership where uh, those two entities come together to develop housing for university. And then finally, senior living, our active adult communities, all uh, 55 and up independent living and carrying that forward into uh, assisted living where you may need some healthcare support or day-to-day support all the way through memory care, which is on-call nursing and healthcare. You've got a mission statement um, that reflects the approach that we take on housing projects. What is that approach? Sure. We have a a mentality of we turn housing into homes. We understand we're drawing more than just lines on a paper. We are actually providing a home where people can thrive and flourish within our communities. So for instance, you know, we're not just placing an outlet in an apartment. We're actually providing a power source for someone to plug in their computer, or maybe start a career or hop on to their first uh, college education class, providing an environment in which they're comfortable, providing safety and shelter, really providing a foundation for those in our community. Really taking that concept of being more than engineers, but really providing back to our community and uh, translating that and creating homes for everyone. Scott, what's your take on the status of the housing market right now? It's an interesting time. Uh, Certainly there's a huge housing demand in all sectors, all stages of life, but in the current environment uh, with the lending being pulled back and the credit crunch, uh, projects are moving a bit slower. Certainly construction costs are a concern, labor shortages. So firms that have a strong cash position are still moving forward uh, relative to those who need a a loan from a bank. 
But all projects of all sectors and generally have slowed down. But again, as mentioned, with the huge housing demand, it's got to come back at some point. Uh, there's just a need in all of our communities for people to have homes. You recently posted on our blog about the trend toward converting empty offices into housing, but you cautioned about jumping in too quickly on those types of projects. Why? And not every building is best suited necessarily for a housing conversion. Uh, but as you convert a building, you need to look at the infrastructure, the engineering systems to ensure they're best supported to uh, support the housing project. Uh, but, you know, certainly if any client or looks at an opportunity for that, we can come in, evaluate your systems, not just of what you have, but how they can apply to this future conversion to ensure the project is a success. Uh, certainly, as you move into this type of work, you don't want to be hit with any surprises after the fact or during construction. So it's uh, very important to do your due diligence. So that was the intent of our blog is just to educate our clients, kind of go in eyes wide open sure they understand what they may be getting into and that the project they're considering is best suited for that conversion. You know, currently office to housing conversion is a hot topic, but I don't want to disclude other opportunities such as hotels or other project types that may be just as well suited or better suited for the opportunity. So just kind of look at that moving forward. Scott, as a national firm, we have more than 80 local offices across the country. How does that play out in our ability to serve our housing clients? Uh, housing is unique in that it travels very well, meaning that uh, we often work with clients in a local community, uh, projects across the country. So having that national expertise is very important, just as well as having that local knowledge uh, so we can bring IMEG's expertise, background, national scale, but then work with local teams to understand what the local community demands, codes, HJ expectations. So again, really be able to support our clients on a local and national level. And at any point, I can come in, add uh, thoughts and advice, expertise as well to any project or a client to have a discussion. And again, with our broad range of services, we can provide the expertise in just about any engineering service you may need. I imagine, too, that civil services come into play on many of those projects? Absolutely. Sometimes civil is directly working with the developer before anyone else is involved, uh, looking at uh, land planning, entitlements, opportunities. So, yes, yeah, certainly civil can be a piece of that. Just if you want to do a study on a piece of property, uh, not, you know, not sure if you're going to move forward or not, but want to have some good information before making that decision. Then carrying that forward, again, offering structural MEP fire protection technology as core services, but further carrying some specialty services such as acoustics, architectural lighting, landscape architecture, certainly help in any way that we can. What about carbon reduction and overall sustainability? Are those topics top of mind in the market? These topics are becoming more prevalent these days. I think there's uh, on all our community's part and developers part is doing the right thing uh, for those that are living in these housing communities. But as uh, I come in, IMEG, they do a great job in being innovative and sustainable and bringing forth experts that can do decarbonization studies, renewable energy studies, energy modeling. So we can really be consultants at the beginning of a project, evaluate distant, different system types and the impact it may have downstream, not just first cost, but the long-term ownership of the building. And that way, the developer can make 
good decisions with the money they have. Speaking of money, you mentioned financial constraints earlier on. What what can be done to assist clients in that respect? With any private developments, uh, our first step is to have a conversation with the client about what their expectations are for the project, uh, whether they're looking to hold it long term, and then really craft our systems and opportunities around their needs and expectations. Um, ensuring we have good quality products so we don't touch their contingency. Uh, and one benefit, again, of being a national firm, a local presence, is bringing forth lessons learned from a national perspective to a local project, ensuring we're meeting the local AHJ's expectations, but also offering insight into best practices about how some of the building components could be laid out. You know, For instance, ensuring your main electrical room is close to your transformer. So your secondary feed is as short as possible. That's a huge cost savings. So just offering some opportunities as to way to reduce costs within our uh, you know, scope of services to allow the project to be successful financially. What's your outlook on the future of the market? One, I'm very excited. Uh, you know, again, with our mentality, we turn housing into homes. Homes are the foundation for providing success in everyone's lives and, you know, providing a place of safety and security. So I think doing that on a large scale is very exciting. And it's interesting. I ran across some data that asked if, you know, particularly affordable housing was a concern and it was based on age, uh, backgrounds, income level, where you lived in the country, personal beliefs, everyone felt that housing was a need, particular affordable housing. So it's one item, one topic we can all get behind and support. And again, the positive outcomes of what we can do around housing are tremendous. So I'm very excited. I know everyone's talking about this and looking forward to being a part of that solution in our communities. On a personal level, Scott, when you visit a completed occupied project, what does that feel like? I have a smile on my face. It's giving back to others and providing opportunities that I've been fortunate enough to have in my own life. Uh, It's just a great feeling. So again, while we're engineering buildings, we're creating so much more for that for others. And it's, uh, it's a great feeling to walk into a building when it's complete. You see some of the tenants walking around, you know, you know, and maybe working from home, as I mentioned earlier, developing a career, uh, supporting families, Again, the positive influence is just is just great. One of your favorite projects is in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is where you live. Tell us about that. Uh, we worked with a developer on an affordable housing. It was on the west side of Charlotte. The buildings, I guess, were fairly straightforward, three, four-story walk-ups. There's probably 20 buildings on site. Uh, we were fortunate enough to be selected as an engineer of record, and we worked with the clients. Uh, the project was built, and then out of that sprung a senior living facility, a uh, community center, K through 12 uh, child development center. And it's really transformed that side of town and provided homes for, you know, I'd say thousands of people who would not have had that opportunity. And now I know by them living there and having the support around them, their futures are much brighter. So it's interesting. It's actually on the way to the airport. <laughs> and I always point it out to my kids if we're driving. And they like, we've heard this a hundred times, Dad. But it's, uh, <laughs> I take a lot of pride in that. 
and glad that we were able to participate and be a part of that project. It sounds like you really do have a passion for the work you do, Scott. Absolutely. And it, it crosses all stages of life. I mean, the minute you're born to your last days, having a place to call home is such a important uh, thought and need for everyone. Scott, thanks for joining us today. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Well, thank you very much. I've enjoyed it. Appreciate it. That was Scott Campagna, IMEG Senior Director of Housing. To hear more podcasts in this series on market leaders, or to listen to other episodes of the Future Built Smarter podcast, visit us at imegcorp.com or find us on any podcast app. We'll be back soon with another episode. Until then, thanks for listening and take care.